everyone, this is Glow. Gosh, summer just flew right by, and I can't believe it's the end of August. I'm coming to the end of this summer season called Summer Popisodes. I hope you're able to catch a show or two. Maybe you can catch up in September. Anyways, I just wanted to let you know that today's show is number seven, and it's being sponsored by Launchbox Workshops. Launchbox Workshops is a how to adult video series. Created by two moms who have had to figure out adulting for themselves in new countries or places they've moved to, for their families, and eventually their emerging adults heading to college. They are easy, entertaining videos based on the experiences of these moms who have done all the mundane, boring, and practical things for their kids so that their kids could study well. Or they hired someone else to do all those things so that their kids could study well. And this was probably done on top of their jobs inside the home or outside the home. Does this sound familiar to any of you? Well, these kids were now about to start college. These kids, actually they're teens now and emerging adults. And the creators of Launchbox started to wonder if these teens could study their way through the laundry, understand what identity theft looks like, and even read about looking for a doctor. They decided they couldn't. And they were concerned that their kids had spent all their years at home just having fun, studying, and just being a kid, which is totally fine, but they might have missed out on the practical things. So they realized that their kids, however, were tired of all that studying at this point and were now in the race to get ready for college. So they decided to make a simple, entertaining video series based on their own experiences and based on what they hoped their kids would know about before they started to live on their own and to teach them about how to adult at college. So check them out at www.launchboxworkshops.com. That website should be live in September. And one more thing, after this, I'll have show number eight and then the show number nine. Show number nine will conclude the season and then I'll take a bit of a break before I start season five. Okay, let's get going on to today's show which is about Wash Pocket, made by and created by local entrepreneur Karen Dunlap. Enjoy the show. Welcome Taryn Dunlap to the show. She's a local entrepreneur, a lady boss, who founded an eco-friendly company during the pandemic. And her product is called Wash Pocket. So welcome to the show. Um, I can't wait to hear all about it. Thank you for coming. Oh, thanks for having me, Gloria. It's so great to be here. Um, so tell me a little bit about, we were just talking before the podcast started that if we were to have had a coffee, we've been meaning to try to have coffee together and just haven't gotten it together. I would be asking you all about this wash pocket. What is this wash pocket? And by the way, thanks for giving me a sample. I have three of these lovely products and I can't wait to use one tonight. I'm going to try it. But why don't you tell the audience, what is this wash pocket? You can just describe the product to us sure, and maybe sure. after that, we'll go on to your background and, you know. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah. So the wash pocket is a uh, semi-rigid laundry container, laundry accessory mm-hmm. for washing your face masks. And it's designed in such a way that it protects the nose wire and the ear loops when you're washing them in your washer and your dryer. It makes it very easy to, to throw it in with any load of laundry. And it not only works for those fabric masks, those pretty fabric masks that everybody has such a lovely collection of now, but also for those disposable masks, those non-surgical blue disposable masks. You can wash those and reuse okay. them. That, that's amazing because 
you know what? And I, I, I'll hear all about the inspiration, but it's great to have the reusable masks, but just as often I reach for the disposable masks. And I do wonder where does it all go? Because it's not like there's a special bin for them. Do you know what I mean? Oh no, they're going straight into our landfills, straight into our oceans. It's, it's a, it's yeah, it's not a good scene. (laughs) Not a good scene. Okay. Well, and already, I mean, the whole medical and healthcare field uses them, but now with everyone else, I mean, that's got to at least double, right? The number of masks, if not more. Oh, much, much, much more, much, much more, I'm sure. There's a statistic on our website that talks about, I think it was 1.4 billion masks made their way into our oceans in 2020. Just this last year. Wow, that's amazing. Okay. Yeah, so I can't wait to hear all about it and what was your inspiration for it and everything. But why don't you first tell us who you are, where you're from? What led you to this place, Karen Dunlap? (laughs) Uh, Sure, sure. Well, I'm from here. I'm from Vancouver, born and raised here in Vancouver, in North Vancouver, actually. My parents still live in North Vancouver. I even went to UBC here in in Vancouver. (laughs) Uh Did you study business? Did you go to business school? Actually, no, I studied, I did a bachelor of science with a a degree in uh, biopsychology, with a major, sorry, a major in biopsychology. And I did all of my pre-med at the same time because I did. uh, Yeah. Oh, I (laughs) didn't know that. Okay. (laughs) That's funny. See, we've known each other for years, but we (laughs) we don't know everything about each other. Yeah. So that was quite a few decades ago that I did that. And one decade, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wish. And, but more recently I lived in Australia and I did a master's uh, in business at UT Sydney. So yeah, two very different experiences at school. One scientist one business oriented, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? That makes perfect sense. I I kind of, you know, if I had to guess about what you do, I always get the impression you're a business person. You come across very articulate, very confident, you know, you know lots about business, but I feel like you have a science background too. You kind of know about chemistry and things. That's why. Yeah. So now that I know, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely, okay. that was my passion originally. That was my passion, but then, okay. uh, you know, things change, right? <laughs> change that's right yeah. so what led you I mean so you've got the perfect background for this actually kind of product but what led you here like you started this during the pandemic right what yeah you, or had you been thinking was it something you'd been thinking about well um, it's not it, yeah it wasn't really just one thing that happened I mean mm-hmm. the, there's been like to get to where I am now like to doing what I'm doing now it hasn't just been one thing or one incident it was really kind of a journey right and like my interest in environmentally friendly products and sustainability uh-huh. probably dates back to the early 90s when I worked for a company called the indisposables cotton diaper company it was a local oh. uh, company here in Vancouver that produced fitted cotton diapers to replace the single-use diapers that were then and now continuing to clog our landfills as well. This was way back in the 90s, you know, before buzzwords like climate change and eco-friendly and sustainability were household words. They that People weren't talking about that back in the early 90s. I don't think that really became a household thing until the early 2000s, right? Now, seeing millions or billions of disposable masks being thrown into the landfills, it really reminded me the lasting impact that diapers have on the environment and why the Indisposables Cotton Diaper Company was so successful and was embraced as an alternative to single-use diapers back in the 90s. So I wanted to find a way to now sort of ebb the tide of disposable masks clogging our landfills and oceans. And Mm. that's what led, led me to the wash pocket design 
design. Wow. Okay. I did not know that about your background, but that makes perfect sense. I could see (laughs) how you would literally have that long-term view, like, oh my gosh, this is going to be just like those diapers, right? Clogging our landfill, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. It was very much like that when I saw it, like you're seeing all these all these pictures in the media, mass floating in the oceans and all that. And I thought, oh my gosh, here we go again. This can be described as people will use these things for lingerie, right? Like expensive lingerie or expensive, any kind of, you know, high end, I would think product. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's a bit more, it's a bit more protective of what's in it than, than a regular delicates bag, which, you know, just separates it from the rest of the laundry, but it still gets whatever's in it gets manipulated and tossed about quite a bit. Yeah. Whereas in a wash pocket, it's held more intact. Like I've actually washed my son's school ties. In, okay. in the wash bucket, right? Because oh. it holds them flat. No, no, that's a good idea because I like this product. It's super light. It's easy to open and close. There's nothing sticking out. It, it's just sort of easy and it's see-through too. So yeah. you definitely know it's going to get washed well in this kind of material. Okay, so um, what a great idea though. And what happened? Like, did you just get a go about, like, did you immediately think it should there should be something to wash the masks to make it usable again? Like what was your immediate thought? Did you have a lot of ideas or? Actually, it kind of goes back to uh, something that my mom was working on a while Mm -hmm. ago. So my mom also worked with this indisposables cotton diaper company many, many years ago. And more recently, my mother and I were both working with a inventor who came up with, it's all about diapers, a two-piece diaper system. It, It was disposable, but you basically took a shell on the outside and you would wash that. And then the absorbent material was the second part that would go into the shell. And then when it was used, you would throw away the absorbent material, but you didn't throw away the outer plastic. You would reuse that, right? So my mother had designed a sort of disc, like a washing disc to to put these in, but it was a much more rigid material and it had magnets on it that held it to the the drum of the washer and the dryer. And so I had been working with her on that and developing that with her. And then when COVID hit, and we saw all these masks going into the landfill. We were like, okay, let's shift here and change the design and change the materials to accommodate masks as opposed to these big diaper shells. So it was a mom and daughter attempt at doing something new. I mean, sustainability is always on my mind, right? Yeah. You know, like thinking about things like, like creating a better planet for my son and maybe any grandchildren I might be lucky enough to have in the future. <laughs> yeah, you think long term. No, I like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, you have to, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always looking for ways to reduce our impact on the planet and our day-to-day lives, right? Like every every little thing that you do helps, like like source separating your garbage and your recycling and your compost mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm always thinking about things about uh, sustainability and the environment, et cetera, et cetera. I also sit on the board of a company called EcoSafe Zero Waste, and I've been serving on that board for over a decade, over 10 years now. EcoSafe, so it's a Vancouver-based company that advocates for and also provides cradle to cradle solutions for source separation of organics. So we make compostable bags and bins and, you know, those bins that you have under your kitchen counter? Yeah. Yeah, that we probably sent that to you. Oh, <laughs> one of the uh, contracts that we got was with the city that provided everybody with those little garbage bins. You mean the green, sinks. those green ones? Yeah, the little green bins, ah, the little okay. square green ones. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. And yep. then we also provide, as I said, zero waste solutions for institutions, like for buildings and schools, and oh. along with signage and whatnot, and uh, to to help people achieve their zero waste goals. I was going to ask you, since you shared that you went 
you know, did all the pre-med requirements and then did a master's in business. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, was it because you have so many ideas? Like you've always thought you could help more by coming up with something, you know, in the business world than in the, I don't know, met pre-med or medical world? No, I don't know. I mean, like it wasn't, as I said, it wasn't my path originally, right? That oh. I was just going, uh, I did my university and I was going to go back to med school. But then oh. I took a little break from uni after my my bachelor and I opened a cafe in downtown Vancouver called the right. Amsterdam Cafe. Have really? You about that one? <laughs> Look at all these things uh, that I'm finding out about you, Karen. That's yeah. amazing. Well, that was way back. That was in 97, right? Okay. And back in 97, 98, 99. Yeah, I had this little cafe downtown called the Amsterdam, which was oh. a, it was a, it was a pot-friendly cafe. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So okay. again, <laughs> trying to be a little ahead of the curve, like that, yeah. that was, that I'm was kidding. definitely pushing the envelope back then. But okay. it was just trying to create a space for people to come together and yeah. talk and and whatnot and you know Vancouver has a really rich history in being forward thinking and pushing the envelope and questioning norms and right. changing archaic attitudes and that kind of thing and so that's what we were trying to do oh, back okay. then and of course you know now marijuana is legal and right. uh, and you see these stores all over the place we we never we didn't sell marijuana okay. we just we just had a cafe a where you gather. could you yeah. could have a coffee and smoke your own <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, I mean, you could say you didn't take your traditional path, but it sounds like you've always had entrepreneurial spirit. No, for sure. Like ever ever since I graduated from university, I've been, Mm -hmm. I've, I've never worked for anyone except for myself. So I've always been, yeah. Yeah. And what do you think is the biggest lesson you've learned doing that? Like being able to, you know, I mean, those are bragging rights, being able to say, I've always worked for myself. (laughs) I guess, and especially when you're when you are working for yourself and you're building your own businesses and stuff, is is um, you know taking risks and trusting your gut. All of the projects and undertakings that I've done have required a real leap of faith, so to speak, right? Like being able to to trust yourself and say, "Is this going to work? I don't know. Let's go for it." Wash Pocket, for instance, you know, it's a product that didn't exist until I made it, so I couldn't look to existing metrics or consumer behaviors and see if it would work or not. Yeah. I just had to sort of trust my instincts and think, "Yeah, this is something that." people are going to want and this is why and then launch it that, that's amazing wow so yeah. you're quite the pioneer for sure oh, <laughs> thanks. is that one of the things I could say or ask you if you're great at like is that a, a strong skill you would bring to the entrepreneurial yeah yeah for sure like my mom always talks about how organized and detail-oriented I am and, mm-hmm. and you know and that that certainly helps when you're starting a business or running a business but when I think of like what am I really great at um I think it's it's surrounding myself with people that are very talented and uh, building a team of people who are passionate about the vision that I have or the product that I've developed you know like when my so like when my son was born 13 years ago I kind of took my foot off the gas pedal for a few years although I never actually stopped working but but I did slow down a little you know and when I started to lean back in to the business world again I mean the landscape had really changed considerably, (laughs) especially in relation to things like marketing and advertising. I was never much on social media. Like I was never really engaged on social media. So it was a lot to take in when I started Wash Pocket, right? Because I mean, that's how you connect now, right? It's all about social and it's all about getting your name and your brand out there. And that was not in my wheelhouse. So I found this wonderful 
wonderful woman, um, Cassandra, who has been, she's my digital marketing manager, digital marketing guru. And I've been on this really steep learning curve (laughs) with her. So that's like, I'm saying like having people like that, identifying, you know, what you're good at and what you're not good at and making sure that you bring in the talent that you need and finding people that, as I said, align themselves with your vision and your ideas and are passionate like you are. That's, that's the key to success, I think. Yeah. Anyway, well, thanks for sharing your story. That is so great. I found out so much more about you, even for myself in such a short conversation. That's great. Now, in the vein of the summer episode and trying to ask all my guests similar types of questions. Okay. Um, yeah. Yes. I want to ask you, since you do work at home, right? And you're working for yourself. Let's just say the power goes out one day. And um, it's so funny because two years ago, if my power went out, it would not be a big deal. But even now for me as a podcaster, and doing this digital product stuff. Once Mm -hmm. the power went out and my Wi-Fi was gone, I would be just as worried as my kids. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so hypothetically, let's just say it goes out and you're forced to shut down. Where are you going to go have lunch? Where am I going to go have lunch? Yes, and Um, that's a weird question. It's more like where are you going? What can you do to support someone locally in your neighborhood? So if it's during the day, you know, or grab a coffee maybe. Oh, right. Okay, well, do you know what? There's this new place that I've been meaning to go to. And actually, after we're done here, I might jump on my bike with my husband and go down there. Um, It's called Diced Discovery Cafe. Have you heard? I read about it in Vancouver Magazine. And it's run out of the Jericho Hostel near Locarno Beach down near Jericho Beach. Okay. um, And it's the chef. He used to be the chef at West and it closed like a while ago. And so now he's He's um, serving burgers out of Dice Discovery Cafe. Oh, nice. Okay. And, um, but the cool thing about this is, is that they uh, give back to the community by, by um, giving free uh, or affordable chef training to people in need to help them get employed and stuff like that. It's so okay. it's just such a great story. And uh, uh, some friends of mine have been down there and they said it was fantastic. There's just a bunch of picnic tables right out on the grass there and you go and okay. get your hot dog or your hamburger. And apparently they make nachos. And there you go. Um, can I ask you one more question? Like what other favorite local businesses do you have or do you, you know, look forward to going to or supporting in the summer, say? Okay, so well, one of them you know about because I've told you about them is Jackson's General. Jackson's General is such a great little store. It's they support independent local brands and they have a focus on sustainability. So mm. it's very much aligned with wash pocket values as well. I just love that store. I mean, you you just go in there and you want to spend like an hour just looking at all the fun little things they have. I go there every year for stocking stuffers and for Father's Day gifts for my husband. Okay. <laughs> this is the perfect place to go. And Jackson's is also the first store to have wash pockets. Oh, <laughs> is it? Oh, great. Okay. See, and there's another company that, another local company that I'm really keen about. It's called okay. Econic Apparel and they do, um, they're a local apparel manufacturer. They make everything locally. Mm-hmm. They use sustainable product products. They use organic cotton. And they also make, they also use fabrics that are made from recycled plastic bottles out of the oceans. They So they've always done apparel. And when COVID hit, a lot of the things that they would produce apparel for were events and whatnot. And so of course, when COVID hit, that all went away. And, but they really quickly shifted into mask production, again, using organic cottons and the recycled uh, plastic bottle fabrics. Oh, wow. And kept, kept their staff employed 
and yeah. kept those factories running and and kept the jobs going and stuff like that. Okay. I love them, and we've we've known them for ages too. And we're actually doing a uh, we're doing a collaboration with Econic. Well, actually, it's called Brave Face Mask. Brave Face makes masks out of those materials that I was just talking about. And we're doing a collaboration with them. When you buy a set of wash pockets yeah. off the website, you get like a brave face mask for just $5. If you buy two sets of wash pockets, you get a free one, stuff, oh. stuff like that. Yeah. Great. That's so great. Oh my gosh. Look at you. You're totally like networked, you know, locally established, entrenched, spreading out. It's amazing. <laughs> Collaborating. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's so great. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us today and for telling us about so many other great businesses that I'm going to go check out too. So Jackson's General. Jackson's General and Econic Apparel. But and you look online for them because they don't do bricks and mortar really. You know, it's more like online stuff. And then the Diced um, Discovery Cafe. Diced Discovery Cafe. And yeah, well, I'll I'll tell you about that next time I see you because I'm seriously going to get on my bike right now and go have a hamburger. Okay, cool. (laughs) And this is all provided to us by Karen Dunlap of Wash Pocket. (laughs) Yeah, so look her up and thank you so much for sharing your story and for making this product. I have a feeling it's going to be very useful for all of us. So I hope for anyone that's listening, go look it up. Wash Pocket, it's .com, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Washpocket.com. Thanks, Gloria. That's so sweet of you. I really enjoyed doing this. Okay, good. Me too. I will talk to you soon. Okay, great. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thanks for popping in to speak with me today. And for the listeners, I hope you enjoyed the show as much as I did. If you did enjoy the show, please share it with a friend and pop in again next week. Until then, follow me on Apple or Spotify, and I'll talk to you soon.